All right, everybody, we are recording, and we are back for another exciting session of Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, last time y'all leveled up. Uh, Ooh, did we? You did. <laughs> to what? 15? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay, right. then I'm good. <laughs> I think you all took the time to do it then. Um, mm -hmm. Uh. And I got your your die rolls uh, recorded. Uh, everybody got a six except for Matt, who got a five. <laughs> um, so real quick, uh, I think for most of you, the big thing is eighth level spells. Um, yes. Is there anything mm -hmm. else that any of you got that I should know about? I don't think so. No, I think it was just the spells for me, but let me double check. Um, yeah, what does uh, Sean, what does a paladin get at 15th level? I got cleansing touch. Um, I don't know if that's new actually. Um, cleansing touch, I can use my action to end one spell on myself or one willing creature four times per long rest. Um, I think that's old, I just haven't used oh, it. Oh, you got a new oath feature. What oath was were you? Dedicated towards uh, healing. I get our uh, redemption. Redemption. Both of the bamboozled. No, I think no. That was uh, that was the other guy. <laughs> uh, oh, where where is that listed? It's on here somewhere. It should be under your class features, features and traits. Uh, Oath of redemption. Yeah. So you got. Um, Protect the spirit. Uh, oh shit, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. You regain one d six plus fifteen. Uh, so d six plus fifteen hit points uh, at the end of every turn um, that you end uh, with fewer than half of your hit points. <laughs> Damn. Have so you, you, you start regenerating. <laughs> yeah, this thing has one d six plus seven. Not fifteen. Uh, Is it? Oh, plus your half level? your level. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Um, let's see. Still take it. <laughs> I think that was the only thing. Still sounds good. That's yep. that's pretty good. Um, and then yeah, I think fifteenth level for sorcerers, just eighth level spells. Same for druid. Same for druid. And then uh, any new so twelfth level cleric? Anything that you get for that, Matthew? Just ability score improvement. Okay. And which one did you did you take a feat or did you actually pump up some scores? <laughs> my wisdom by two. Excellent. Wise robot. <laughs> Very wise. Very wise. Such a robot. All right. So, uh, last time, a very lighthearted and brief session. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> you all checked into the um, having slain uh, Kilarin the Obliterator and looted his cave. You headed back to Dusk Manor uh, with uh, the Etercon Superi, um, the ancestral ring of Nithis and Toe, along with a mirror that uh, functioned as an interdimensional prison. Uh, so you looked into the mirror and met the four contestants. 
<laughs> who were inside waiting to be released. Uh, there was Wendell, uh, a half-elf warlock, who was friendly uh, and um, was tricked into the mirror by her uh, backstabbing boyfriend, Farwin, who'd been in the mirror for about 200 years. Uh, there was Rakari, a... Um, a druid who'd been in the mirror for about 250 years and was trapped by a lord who was a known poacher. Uh, so you let both of those two people out and they started a new life together elsewhere. Uh, there's also uh, Fetch, a, Ooh, I loved. a devil uh, with big tusks um, who had been sent to kill the former owner of the mirror, a woman named Lady Stella Donhaven. Uh, he'd been in the mirror for uh, just a shade, a shade over 3,000 years um, and has pledged to uh, offer you uh, his services if you'll let him out. Uh, and who Enigma apparently had a run-in with some time before he was imprisoned. Uh, and he, Enigma had informed you that he was very lawful and very, you know, uh, it would be bound to his word, but of course, make sure that you have it all ironed out because the devil's in the details. Uh, and Tratus, a uh, former black market trader um, who used to own the mirror uh, before he was trapped into it by Kilaren, uh, who was in human form at the time. Uh, you all hated Tratus, <laughs> and Tratus will unlikely get out of the mirror anytime soon. He's been in there for about 50 years. I mean, he deserves another at least 25, I think. Yeah. Uh, but Trance also said that, you know, he was a black market person. He had a lot of connections in uh, Castellanter. He could be very useful to you. Uh, though you you did not, none of you seemed particularly convinced by his arguments. Uh, so having uh, gone through all of that, um, you decided to uh, fulfill the prophecy that Gwen had been following and stab uh, Perlovian, the singing sword into the heart of Kyrex to destroy the heart. Uh, you shoved the sword into there. Uh, everything seemed to be going well until the sword shattered. It did not uh, seem to be going well at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, time itself stopped. Uh, uh, and even though this isn't necessarily how time stops supposed to work, I think it's more fun and dramatic if it is. Uh, you all saw uh, Keth come in uh, and um, take a look at the ring longingly on Nithis's finger uh, and then looked at Gwen and told Gwen that, or at least it spoke in Gwen's direction that they had done a, a great job <laughs> uh, and that they'd fooled everyone and that they would give them their promised oblivion. Uh, and then the Keth, the Godheart, and the Kinderheart uh, disappeared, um, presumably plane shifted away. Uh, and time resumed, uh, and you were all left there just to pick up the pieces, as it were. Uh, you used the cubic gate uh, to go to the... Um, <laughs> well, actually, no. First, you you uh, you try to figure out how uh, Keth got into Dusk Manor to begin with. Since she was barred from it, uh, and Nithis found out that her distant cousin Nitharden sold Dusk Manor to Keth the week prior for a hundred thousand gold pieces. So Keth had somehow known where you all had been, um, and so you went to Keth's 
pocket dimension, uh, you found a very, very, very large temple to Kyrax, uh, a, a small pocket dimension uh, sheathed in twilight, and the missing kobolds from, uh, from Dragon Shadow, uh, including uh, Talcott, Gwen's father, and Keck, uh, part of Gwen's clutch. Uh, you managed to pull um, Gwen's father, Talcott, uh, back into this plane of existence and were able to remove uh, the curse from him that had been uh, compelling him to stay in service to the Kinderheart, it turned out. Uh, and you uh, and so you also kind of talked to some of the other uh, people in your network, uh, including uh, Lucia and Mara, and Tiravel, uh, the Master of Secrets um, from Castellanter. Uh, and then um, 88 prayed for some divine intervention, but did not roll low enough to receive it. Uh, Lanith checked in and let you know that all those cultists that were worshiping the Kindart had died, presumably at their own hands. Uh, and then Lucia arrived very dramatically uh, during the day. Um, and you all had the idea to try removing curse from uh, Talcott, in which you found out that Tal uh, Talcott's memories were not uh, accurate. And so Talcott let you all know that Gwyn had been the one to abduct them all from, uh, from Dragon Shadow, uh, and that the beautiful voice in his head had been guiding his actions. And so after some more removing of curses, you found out that the Kenderheart had been um, playing all of you, uh, dominating you, uh, creating false memories, uh, essentially creating this idea of a prophecy from cloth, uh, as it were. Uh, you also found out that the only person it wasn't able to affect in your group was Nithis for some mysterious Kalistar reasons. Um, Bryn, uh, very upset at all this and realizing that the Kinderheart had uh, forced her hand, as it were, into stabbing Zori, uh, went outside, time. went outside, <laughs> and dramatically summoned some lightning. Uh, Mara arrived, um, and you all decided to get some rest for the evening. Your spells tapped, uh, and so Nithis, um, before bed, talked to Enigma. Um, who uh, said he would check into the Kinderheart, essentially casting legend lore. Um, and he let her know that if Keth had intended to resurrect Kyrex, that she could have done so within the hour. Um, and 88 also suggested that you could perhaps uh, use the gate the next day to bring the Kinderheart from its current plane of existence uh, to uh, your anti-magic room. Uh, since right now the Kinderheart is preventing you from getting close to the temple and finding out what sort of nefarious goings-ons are happening in there. Uh, so uh, we're going to start. Um... Can I ask something real quick? Um, yes. You had mentioned that uh, Brad and Zori had realized that they were getting fucked over by the Kinderheart after the nonsense that the two of them went through. Uh, yeah, um, I mentioned would that. Would we I... know that as characters? No, that's player knowledge. Yeah, okay. Though, I would say um, 
Romy. Um, roll me an investigation check. Just you, Bryn. Yeah, that's right. I'm not super great at that. Da, 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 da. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I will say um, the only connection you might make is that... Um, after you killed Zori and brought her back, um, she didn't seem to be under the curse anymore because she went from being like sweet and helpful to like saying that she was going to gut you like a fish. So, so has it been morning yet, or is it? So it is. It time? is uh, early morning. It's like just after midnight. It's the fourteenth of Lilith. It's a week's end. Uh, so this is the new day. This is the start of the fourteenth of Lilith. Uh, and Bryn, you have retreated to your treehouse for the evening. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes. Um, to rest for the night. Uh, and um, as you kind of get settled in, uh, you hear a knock on the wood, and Lucia says, uh, Do you mind if I join? Of course not. Um, I hope you brought your own uh, subsistence. I'm for wine at the moment but i know it's not your thing oh yes yes i've i she uh holds up a flask and shakes it slightly at you mm-hmm. um yeah we went through my stores last time so <laughs> uh well your says, stores it was she says so that was um quite the show you put on uh a little bit ago with the dramatic lightning flashes and things like that uh, i think it is is it going outside to do it or is it more dramatic staying inside and blowing <laughs> something up? Oh, no, it would, it would have been way more dramatic if you'd done it inside, of course. Okay, but, uh, so, so lower up. Okay. I was going for lower on the dramatic scale. I was yes. very annoyed. Um, so I just, I wanted to check in with you because I don't, I'll be honest, Bryn, I feel a slight kinship to you as one who has died and gone through a transformation like you have. And, I recognize that that can lead to some complex emotions. And so <clears throat> I just want to know how you are doing. Um, I'm very pissed off, honestly. At whom or what? Everything, kind of. I'm, I'm not less pissed off than anything that I had been pissed off about. I'm... I... Don't like being controlled by other things, especially given my background. Yes, I, I don't like not having agency for myself. I could see how that could be quite affecting on you, yes. Well, you go without it for 21 years. Not so eager to give it up. Yes. Yes, I imagine (sighs) breaking free from the structure that was forced upon you and then being manipulated again would be quite vexing 
thing that really gets me about it though what's that is that when we were in Hokkaido and when I stabbed Zori the first time this is the best I'd felt since then I died and it wasn't even up for me to do it. <clears throat> the violin forced you to do it apparently I mean, it wasn't hard. <laughs> but I wouldn't have done it. I knew 88 didn't want me to do it. And I knew Glenn would have been upset. He wouldn't have done it without being pushed. But it just felt really good. Do you regret it? No. <laughs> First off, it's hard to regret something you didn't make the decision to do. If you were put in the situation now, would you do it again? Now? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely now. <laughs> I've seen how much they care about that stuff. And knowing where they stand now, why should I care what they do? <laughs> well, take it from me. Um, an immortal who has seen her fair share of trauma over the years. Um, these sort of experiences can go one of two ways. You can, you can let it fester inside of you or you can let it transform you. Take this pain, this anger and channel it towards something. What is it you want? It's a hard question. I didn't, I didn't even have the ability to want anything for so long. Then I came back and was mostly its shell for a while. I want I want to make it so that I didn't fail in what I was supposed to do. I feel like there's a few ways I can do that. And I want to make it so that others have the same feeling about things that I do. All of those things seem defined on others. What's something you want to do for yourself? I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. I've got these little things in my head. They're pushing me right now. Maybe when I get those figured out, I can think about who I am more. I can't get around that noise right now. I'm well aware, well acquainted with that noise. Just don't lose yourself to it. 
Well, from what I can tell, I have a while to be like this. So, what's a year, two or ten or twenty? That's true. Yes, your people do tend to live very long lifespans. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and I fill up my glass back up. She says, um, well, um, that's of course assuming that uh, this, you know. Oh, that we didn't end the world, yeah. Yeah, this God situation, you know, that. isn't gonna just murder us all, but. Uh, Who knows, like, does it even fucking matter anymore? <laughs> I like to think so. I have a brood to protect, um, she says, but uh, tell you what, we should drink tonight, like tomorrow might not come because well, in this case, it literally might not. I mean, if you didn't have your brutes protect, would you have a little, I don't know. I'm feeling a little disconnected, honestly. Like, I'm more annoyed that we got tricked in joining the world than that we're ending the world, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Um, she says, um, you know, I've had, one of the one of the unfortunate realities of being an immortal who is widely reviled and feared is that uh, you know there's always threats, and you know this is not the first brood that I've had. I've I've lost them and wandered and persevered, and I don't you know the brood doesn't define me, but. I do enjoy the direction that they give me. It's, it's when one lives forever, it can be easy to fall into ennui. I'd imagine. So. I was bored enough as it was when I <laughs> thought I was young. So. Oh, but luckily, uh, there's people like you in this world that keep making things interesting. So it's hard to get bored. Glad when, to be here for you. It's hard to get bored with, you know, an, a long since deceased God might come back and kill us all, so. You know, we try to make things uh, as fascinating as we can and bring friends along for the ride, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, so unless there's anything else you want to ask her, you two will just have some drinks for a few hours and small talk and listen to the sounds of the woods. Um, sounds good to me. Uh, all right. Um, the next morning, so uh, the more the actual morning, the dawn of the 14th of Lilith, you all wake up uh, uh, and find that the world is still in one piece uh, and that there's no earthquakes or, uh, you know, encroaching twilight on the world. So probably a good sign. Um, uh, so as you all gather downstairs, um, uh, Mara and Lucia are at the dining table once again. Um, Blair has set out uh, a veritable feast of food. Um, and uh, what do you all do? Oh, wait, I'm sorry, Amanda. Uh, Bryn, yes. Uh, when you wake up. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, oh, no. <laughs> 
you find um, a piece of parchment uh, in the shape of a bird on the platform next to you. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to uh, like uh, the shape of a like a uh, like a like a paper, paper bird, like a paper okay. bird. Yeah. So uh, like it came and found me. Okay. Yep. And uh, I'm going to put it in your inventory and roll twenty. So you will need roll twenty. <laughs> So uh, it should be there now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I've never looked at my inventory in all 20 before, so I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> uh, it's uh, in like the under the journal tab, it should be. The journal tab. Okay, that's not fair. Uh, let, me make sure I, let me make sure I give it to the right Brindley. Oh, from Eric's? Yep. Okay. There you go. Cool. All right. Um, I was, oh, I was trying to uh, call him, but then I got distracted by Lucia last night, so. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I was going to ask if maybe I could do one thing. This yes, morning. of course. Okay. Um, so, uh, you wanted to get up early mm -hmm. and head downstairs and draw the symbol for Hokkaido into mm -hmm. the teleportation thing? Yes. And uh, wander, uh, well, take the miniature carriage and ride into Hokkaido mm -hmm. uh, and see if he can exchange his flame tongue longsword mm -hmm. for a longsword plus two. Be the same rarity. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, um, you find a shop that's a, a shop, a 24 hour magic shop because it is very early in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, and they're willing to do that. Late? Oh, I got the times backwards. Yeah, uh, but it's fine. Um, I'll All say right. that they're happy to do it. Uh, there'll just be a 50 gold piece uh, like transaction fee for that. Okay. And then I'll come back. I want to try to dream. Well, there's two people, so I'm going to roll for it. I'm going to try to dream Zori. Okay. Um, if she's asleep. Uh, what time of day do you do this? Uh, first thing in the morning. Okay. Just a sec. Um, so... Um. <clears throat> also, Matthew, I'm going to send you a quick message in Messenger. Uh, yeah, um, so you catch Zori asleep, and she still hasn't had a chance to recover her uh, her amulet that prevents things like this from happening. So uh, you can't prevent dream. Oh well, then there you go. Uh, yeah, well, it's this, nice. It's awesome. It's great. It's my favorite. Um, so uh, it, it is a spell I forever associate with you. So <laughs> um, it's so handy. 
I go, uh, hey. It's oh, yeah, set the scene for me. What are you doing with the dream? It's just going to be like a regular, like, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to go like Dumbledore. It's going to be like a white surrounding mm-hmm. her and me. I'm going to be like, uh, hey, Squire. She How looks are you doing? You. She looks at you and she says, oh, it's you. Yep. Don't think I haven't forgotten. I'm going to fucking gut you. Yeah, you're not going to be able to, but I appreciate having somebody care that much. <laughs> she just kind of crosses her arms and like sits down cross-legged on the floor of this white void and she's like, what do you want? Well, I have to come in here uh, initially to be like, hey, um, curse, but considering your warm welcome to the Esquire knowledge, I assume, like I thought maybe, uh, you knew all about that bullshit. She says, um, what do you mean? She says, all I know is that you did some sort of weird mind control on me to make me think that I was But Gwen I would Squire. do mind control on you to make you hang out with me. I, I didn't think you did it. I thought maybe Gwen did it. I don't know. Uh, no, it is fucking a violin. Uh, she seems confused by this. So, um, I'd say what you'd surmise is though the um, though the domination effect is worn off, like, she's probably still has the false memories. What she do said, you remember? She says, I just remember suddenly feeling like I saw a vision. Well, no, she says, I suddenly, I remember seeing a vision that from like the gods that Gwen was going to save the world and I was going to be a squire. And then I, for some reason, went and gave up all of my accumulated wealth and all of my items and fucking kneeled in front of him and I let you kill me. So this was before we saw you that you have the uh, vision. Uh, she says um, it wasn't like as you noticed us across the parkway or. She says yeah I remember it happening before I saw you and I saw you and felt com- just couldn't help myself but walking towards you. And well. I don't know why I would do any of that. It had to have been something. <laughs> it, I don't know, because you had some really nice shit. Like, it's been doing great stuff for me lately. <laughs> she frowns. She just kind of scowls. She says, you, you realize what this means, right? That you're going to come over here and I'm going to get to murder you again? Yeah? It means I have to start from the bottom. It means all those people I hurt and scammed to get that money, I have to do it all over again. A hundred more dead Brindleys on a hillside to get back to where I was before. I was so close to buying myself out. Now I have to do it all over again. And she says, those bodies, those bodies are on your hands. You, know, you see, the only thing I care about is the one Brindley. Because I don't know if you've noticed I'm not the same as I used to be. Yeah, you got real ugly. So what? I'm going to stab you super hard next time. (laughs) She says, no, because you won't see me coming. (sighs) You know, 
I was talking with a friend the other day about longevity, um, especially for me compared to kobolds. Um, all I have to say is I've got tons of time, tons of resources, and I think I'm going to win this game, bitch. <laughs> she says, good luck. I don't need it. You need it. I'll end the dream. Mm -hmm. All right. And did you say you're going to do two dreams or that was that it? I can only do it once. I had oh. to, I rolled to decide which one I was going to do. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so, AD8, you arrive back from Hokkaido before breakfast, no problems. Gwen, you wake up in bed with Winchester sleeping next to you, um, still feeling a bit uh, probably shaken, upset, ill. Um, you tell me. Actually, I think I'm relieved. Mm -hmm. So the weight, the weight of that has has come off me and back into you know oh, being a back into being a free agent, not bound by destiny anymore. So that being said, a little chagrin that I got rolled so easily by a music violin. <laughs> <laughs> But very glad to see Winchester and ready to go to breakfast. All right, so you head downstairs for breakfast. Um, Nithis, when you wake up in the morning, uh, you hear a voice in your head. Good morning. Hi, it's very early. I have scoured my tomes for the information that you asked for. Yeah. Had to go into the deepest recesses of my vaults to find what I was looking for. Okay. He says, this is what I have discovered. The Kinderheart, or Ico, as it was known when it was created, was created from the heartwood of a willow tree that was sacred to the worshippers of Ilvasar, a god from a long-forgotten pantheon. The violin was used, lost, found, used, and lost again, repeatedly over the course of thousands of years. Eventually, it desired nothing more than oblivion. It tried to do so. Uh, it says, unfortunately, says, unfortunately, it tried to do. It tried to end its suffering, but fire would not kill it. Weapons would not kill it. The enchantments and magics that had created it were too strong. So finally, it tried to convince a cult to detonate a volcano to destroy it. They succeeded. What is now known as the Forlorn Peak in Spezia erupted, and the Kinderheart was believed to be lost until recently. Hmm. Well, how... so it is an ancient god, or it's, it was enchanted by an ancient god? It was created from the heartwood of a willow tree sacred to an ancient god. Okay. Uh, Do you have any suggestions on how to kill it? 
I am not sure that you could. What if we put it in an anti-magic room? Do you think it would just be like too powerful for that sort of thing? It would be unable to perform magic, but I believe that its sentience transcends magic. Okay. Just yeah. as if, just as though a, um, you know, a, a the magic that raises the dead does not end in an anti-magic room. Whatever magic granted its sentience is long since passed. But it may not be able to reach out and affect others, or you think, so the question is, is the sentience dominating people or is the domination a magical effect that the sentient being is causing to happen? Uh, Enigma is quiet for a moment and says, I believe the latter, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. Okay. Okay. If you put it in the anti-magic room, you will be assuming some risk. Yeah. Do you think the rings of um, mind protection or whatever they are will stop it from dominating my friends? Um, he says, uh, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, the dangerous way. Yeah. Fair enough. What about where you're at? What would happen if the violin were sent to where you are? Like the Shadowfell or, or something like that. Bad things. <laughs> I would not <laughs> recommend it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Awesome. So things still suck. Kind of more than they did before. Anything else? Uh, he says, you, you, you tell me. Uh, I guess I'll get back to you if I don't die. I look forward to seeing what you witness. <laughs> That's uh, encouraging. Uh, thanks for your help. Okay. Uh, so you all... Um, uh, gather around the breakfast table um, and uh, Lucia says, oh, I'm so tired. I'm starting to revert to my tired voice. Your tired vampire voice? <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lucia, okay. Yeah. Um, Mara says, uh, so the world hasn't ended yet, so that's good. Yeah, I talked to an uh, Oh, did you? I was going to say that I thought there was like a 50-50 chance it's going to end overnight. But. Yeah, I was kind of worried about that too, but I talked to Enigma last night before I went to bed, and he said that if Keth had intended on resurrecting Kyrax, it, it had taken an hour, and that's it. And if, <coughs> so That's that, what I was worried about. Yeah, that nonsense would have happened immediately. So she's got that heart for some other reason. Um, the bigger issue is the Kender heart, and I will tell them everything that Enigma told me um, about the Kinderheart. Being like, yeah, it seems very powerful. It seems like even if you get killed, it's not quite ends the uh, 
ends the curse on you. Oh, I called your I called your uh, sister Squire last night. Actually, early this morning. Cousin. Your what? Oh. I thought she's a clutch mate. Zori. No, a couple a couple clutches ago. Yeah, your uh, cousin yeah. Squire. Yeah. Cousin Squire. Okay. And how did that go? How about how you expect? Actually, I called because I was going to tease her about being bamboozled and uh, she was a bitch about it, so I was a bitch back. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so she's super excited about murdering more people if you want to deal with that later on when I'm sure it might be something on your mind. But I figure I'd pass that note along. Apparently, um, but she was able to get visions from it before we even showed up. So it's not like she saw us across the square and was like, oh, I'm going to be a squire. She had that idea before we even were in her line of sight. So that's pretty fucking powerful. So when did you guys get the Kinderheart in reference to when we saw, what's her face? They're in the street. We got it before, we got it while you were in the um, Astral Plane. Um, I'd yeah. say, uh, Anybody that wants to can make a um, either an arcana or an investigation check. Ooh, that's a high number. Oh, I'll get a plus two. Fifteen. Twenty-four investigation. Um, uh, Ten. Eighty-eight. I would. I would say that you would kind of maybe realize that like she remembers getting a vision before seeing you guys, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that necessarily happens. happens that way. We know that the kindergarten can manipulate memories. It is possible that she is simply remembering a mem- that what she is remembering was planted in her mind. Okay. Possible. Though she did oh wait, actually, she had all of She's talking to me about getting rid of all of her shit, but I did take all of her shit, so... Yeah, she didn't get rid of anything. You got everything that she had, right? Yeah, and I gave you half of it. Yeah. Presumably, that was everything she had. Presumably. And you you said that she's gonna go back to murdering people? Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I gotta get back up with the Matthias bullshit. Didn't... Did she tell us that she wasn't with Matthias? She told us that she had paid off her debts. She didn't though. She was lying. Well, she what? Maybe she thought she did. Made to lie. Yeah. Or was made to lie or something like that. But she did it. Man, I could make a I could make a hobby out of hunting down Micaiah's followers. <laughs> I tell you, fucking what? It's pretty nice, isn't it? Sounds like a favor to do for the whole world if we fucking live through this shit. <laughs> um. So. We know how to get to Keth. We know that the Kinderheart is the main problem. Um, I'm going to contact. But isn't it that we, the options we have available to us, none of them sound like the best path to take at the moment? I thought we kind of decided on that. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. Um, Her name is Thiravel, right? In Castellanter? Uh, Thiravel, yeah. Thiravel. 
Um, I'm gonna ask her if she got those um, rings of mind protection. And then I think the first attempt was gonna be trying to, 88, trying to pull the Kinderheart here and throwing it in the anti-magic room, right? Um, oh, did you want me to pick up your dad and sister or? Do what? Did you want me to pick up your dad and sister? Um, not yet. Okay. Um, let's just hold on that. My dad, definitely not. He doesn't, he's a fucking merchant. He doesn't need to go into any sort of combat whatsoever. Um, and I'm on the fence about my sister as well. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought you promised her some excitement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens here. Um, but the thing is that Enigma didn't think that the Kinderheart would be harmless in the anti-magic room. It's just slightly possible that the anti-magic room would prevent us from being taken over by it. Mm -hmm. But it also seems like maybe it's not possible to get rid of the Kinderheart. I mean, I've seen a few bard shows over the last few months and all I'm saying is if we're not dominated by it, we can certainly bash it against the floor. I would love to do that. It sounds like a fun time. Enigma seemed to think that that was not gonna work at all because like it triggered a volcano on itself through various means and it didn't die. What do you do with something so powerful that it can't be killed? Lock it away. Well, and then you have idiots come around. <laughs> yeah, you have idiots who think they can stab it and destroy it and then lock it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I guess we could just make it someone else's problem thousands of years from now is kind of what it Sounds called. okay to me. No, actually, thousands of years from now might be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> so. Methods may exist for destroying such an artifact. We simply need to find them. In the meantime, rendering it what if unable to harm us or anyone else should be our primary concern. Mm -hmm. What if we were somehow able to get rid of everything in Keth's pocket dimension and then locked it in there and hit or destroyed that specific cubic gate? Oh, I like that. Do we need to talk to a planar travel expert, or do we have enough knowledge, Chris, between us to know if that would work or not? Uh, roll me Arcana. All right, my Arcana shit. Twelve. Ooh, uh, sixteen. Um, yeah. So you would say I think you would know that um, that that could work but you, you know the risk would be if there's other cubic gates that you know link to it or if there's tuning forks to a pocket dimension um it's far less likely for a pocket dimension that there's a lot of tuning forks but there's potentially the person who created it might have one or two or whatever we could buy your cat i believe that is the plan hopefully i'll fucking take this time that bitch Oh, that bitch. But before we can do that, we need to neutralize the Kinderheart so that we can actually approach her temple. Um, so I'll go... Maybe we could lock it in for a little bit, right? We can bring it into your 
anti-magic room, like your Nate was saying, and then if we cast the Lord over it, that should hold it for at least a little while. Well, uh, let's get the anti, um, let's get the mind rings of mind shielding first, and then go with that plan, just in case. Because you can't open the cube gate in the anti-magic room, right? So no. there's going to be a moment where you open the cubic gate and I have to grab it and put yeah. it in the magic room. Or Which I'll just be we... standing in there and just pull it in with me. Which is why we had suggested all of us leaving the manor and you. Yeah. Right. Right, right, because right. Because the right, Kinderheart right. cannot affect you. Right. Um, perfect. Uh, we don't know what the distance is on it, though. I'd still, let me go down and just see. We can get far. We could get to the other side of the world. Do you know how many rings Tiravel was going to be able to offer us? Your um, dad had some too, right? He was going to look. Um, I don't know how many he was going to find. I asked Tiravel for as many as she could find. I also believe we can procure one in Vatka, if need be. Ah, okay. Well, let me go down and check with that and see if there's anything available there yet. Because travel to Theravel is very easy. Yes. It doesn't require any spells, which we want to maintain if possible today of all days. What, you don't want me to use my system level spells traveling to pick up rings? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want you to do that, very specifically. I'm going to need you to be ready to kill a bitch. <laughs> That's what we're going to do today. I did not prepare to kill a bitch, but... <laughs> I did not prepare this morning at all, so I could <laughs> Start getting ready, motherfucker. All right, I'm going to go downstairs and uh, go to cast a lantern. Uh, just you or anybody else going? I don't want to come with her. I don't want her to travel by herself. Fair enough. Gwen, 88, what about you two? I'm just very much laying low. Good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak when spoken to and not shame, shame, shame. Uh I'm not ashamed, I just don't want to cause any further. Oh no, I want Aries. Uh Aviate will find Gwen though. Um Gwen. Um what was the name of your sword again? Perlovian. Perlovian. Uh I believe it is possible that we could mend Parlovian. We would simply need to uh, get access to an arcane forge and an artificer of sufficient skill. Do you have any idea how to find that? Oh, yes. The forge keeper in Vatka is one of the most proficient art, uh, artificers I'm aware of. Oh. Okay. That sounds great. I would, I would very much appreciate it so I don't get in trouble. Or it's any more trouble than any in the world, but that's a big problem. This is a little one. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Do we have a way to? We don't have a way to get to vodka quickly, right? We Other know way. the. Um, mm -hmm. You know the teleportation, teleportation sigils. Oh, there is. There. Oh, okay. So you can get there. You just have a difficulty getting back. I could get us back with a sixth level spell. Mm. So, or I mean, maybe if you paid them, I don't like my house being open to that. But yeah, sixth level spell. Oof. 
All right, so uh, you guys split up into two teams. Um, are you going to go do that today while um, they're in Marquaine? Or I can also use the cubic gate. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll go do that. We'll bamp over to Vatka. Well, how many times can the cubic gate be used, though? Three. Okay, so you guys will use it. But it has to leave our plane, come back to our plane, and use the spot. Right, yeah. So they'll still have they'll still have one use to summon the Tenderheart okay. the violin. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Be a lot more efficient at killing Kef with the singing blade. Okay. So um, we'll start with Team Mark Wayne. Uh, All right. So you go down um, into the basement. Uh, to the teleportation room, uh, put in the uh, sigil for Mark Wayne Castellanter, and find yourself back in that room. Uh, though this time around, there is actually some guards inside the room watching the circle. Uh, Hello, friends. And as, as you get, arrive, um, uh, and these these appear to be um, perhaps younger, more on the ball guards than the <laughs> guards that were here last time, and. Uh, as you appear, uh, they kind of uh, nod at you and they say, um, oh, hello. Uh, Terravel told me to um, that you you two, that you and some of your friends might be arriving, and if so, to uh, ask your to you to uh, her her uh, her quarters. Awesome. Can they see the incoming sigil whenever I land? No, they can't see your your uh, your sig your your home sigil okay cool here's snacks um one of them says I'm, I'm sure we could wrestle some up that'd be great thank you is there anything in is there anything in particular you'd like um something local local fair okay all right um so it's a little nudge when they can't see <laughs> Just because I was able to get them to do what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, one of them uh, leads you to towards uh, downstairs, uh, towards Tiravel's room. Uh, the other one goes off, presumably towards the kitchens. <laughs> uh, so uh, the um, smell of uh, incense, uh, pungent incense, fills your nostril as you enter the room of Tiravel. Uh, she is busy um, looking into a scrying uh, uh, font uh, that's in the corner of the room as you guys come in. And uh, as she looks up and sees you, she gives you a nod and get, kind of holds up like a, a finger. The universe will just give me a moment to wait there, finger. Yeah. Uh, and then after about a minute or so, uh, she waves her hand over the font and says, oh, um, hello. Uh, sorry, I wasn't expecting you. I would have been prepared. You could have linked to me mentally and let me know that you're coming. Oh, um, yeah, still a little out of sorts. No uh, I, understandable considering the uh, uh, events of recent uh, import. Yeah. Um, were you able to find any rings of mind shielding? Uh, yes, I found six of them. 
Awesome. How much is that? Uh, she says 3,000 gold pieces. Uh, we're selling them to you at the cost we paid for them. Awesome. 3,000. I will take that out of my inventory. Um, I got the party funds. Oh, okay. I mean, we have more money than God, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, how much is it all together? <laughs> 3,000. 3, each, right? No. Total. Oh, I was going to say 3,000 each is a lot. No. Uh, okay, yeah, we only have 1750 gold in the party fund, okay. but it's, the two of us can cover it too. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. We got $20,000 in jewels. <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, by the way, great work on uh, Kilar and the Obliterator. Um, uh, she says, I've been, uh, <laughs> she says, I've been in contact with uh, Kalvuna. Um, who is uh, who? You has told me that you've told her to go ahead and claim the reward on her behalf. Mm -hmm. She seems really excited about it. Uh, well, um, uh, it'll be nice to have those shipping lanes uh, open again and the dragon set dispatched. I can see how important it is to you. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Uh, any, any troubles in the fight? Um, no. I mean, um, Una's ship is rough. It, it's going to need to be basically rebuilt. Um, but you guys will give her the reward money as well as the title, right? Of course, yes. Yeah, we, we took the dragon treasure, so it's only fair that the ship that got us there gets the money that is the reward yes our um we've already um taken the uh, dragon from the bottom of the ocean bed and recovered it okay that was quick and the payment has been rendered and the dragon theory has been given an escort back to uh castellanter to uh make sure that it gets the repairs that it needs awesome that's great so um, an update from our side. Um, I've been relatively assured by third parties, um, so no actual firsthand knowledge, but I've been relatively assured that probably the goal isn't to bring back an old chaotic god. If that were the goal, it would have happened within an hour of the shitstorm starting. But that does She's, leave us- in She the says our, our religious scholars have come to the same conclusion. I, I don't know if it's just me, but doesn't that seem like the best option? Like, I don't like the idea that it's something else. I don't I, know what that is. Like the unknown? Yes. Yeah. The fuck knows could be actually happening. So, yeah. Killed weirdo gods before? Uh, she says, that said, um, presumably the power... Uh, imbued in a um, in the heart of a of a god could be used for any number of calamitous things. So mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, we our scholars have not come to any sort of consensus on what she might be doing with it. But um, you said that she has some sort of pocket dimension from which she is operating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is there a way to like snuff out entirely a pocket dimension that some random crazy ass bitch made herself? 
Uh, presumably, it could be done with a wish spell, but um, that, uh, no, no, no. that would be dangerous and potentially even more calamitous. <laughs> um, and of course, um, whatever forces killed the gods uh, you know, 800 years ago um, also snuffed out whatever many dimensions. <laughs> Uh, but we don't. We're we're still not sure the mechanics of how that happened. Uh, I think it was a uh, mayday, mayday. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite words in D and D. Oh Lord, so great. Uh, she says, um, uh, "The." Um, She says, uh, I have sent an inquiry, she says, to the uh, to this Pazian Planner Institute for Research and Exploration. Uh, she says, um, specifically to uh, Master Conjurer uh, Aramea Vikander. Um, she perhaps knows more about uh, planner research than anybody else in the world. And um, so if anybody knows how to uh, access or snuff out a pocket dimension that was created by a powerful sorcerer, uh, she would be the one to know it. Also, are we sure that that dimension was created by a sorcerer? We have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> she says, uh, the sad news is, is that the plane is the, uh, the multiverse is rife with pocket dimensions. Every bag of holding technically is a pocket dimension. So it's, mm -hmm, uh, okay. they're very easy to create, um, much harder to destroy. I don't know, perhaps if you turned a bag of holding inside out and put it into a portable hole there, maybe it would, but even then, uh, it's hard to say. That's how this whole problem started! <laughs> Fuck's sake! Literally, we are in this position because that happened. The smallest, the smallest butterfly wing. <laughs> yeah, good job, Nithis. <laughs> no, did you know? <laughs> no one knew. Well, to be sure, no, we knew that's not something you should do. We I just didn't think about the fact that you had one and you were going into portable hole. You guys didn't even know it was a portable hole, to be we fair. We didn't know it was a portable <laughs> hole. <laughs> Holy shit. We just knew there was a hole up there. You know, the tiny black spot just Pink, and then I'm sure if we had all the information before it happened, Matt would have been like, "Yeah, don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Especially since he was the one was like hole in the ceiling. Didn't know. <laughs> he was Especially the one that was like, "Didn't she go in?" <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess keep me apprised of what you find out, and we'll let you know. We're gonna make a uh some sort of attempt mm -hmm. i says, think okay. we've we've placed the kingdom on a, a higher alert um but of course it's hard to it's a very nebulous threat so mm -hmm. we're ready but we are are not sure for what <laughs> yeah me the either. end of the world yeah yes, I'm not fire sure brimstone chaos I'm not sure how much a battalion of spearmen is going to do against, uh, against the end of the world, but we'll we'll be ready nonetheless. 
Yeah. Um, did you want to join in a fist fight with another Kalistar by any chance? Uh, she says, I'm not much of a fighter. She says, uh, far more of a, a scholar and spy. So, the spell casting, not so much. She says, um, oh no, I can cast some spells, but uh, I, I, my, my place is with my people and, uh, and, uh, you know, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Thought I'd ask. I appreciate the offer, but I unfortunately must decline at this time. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess then we will head back to Dusk Manor. All right. Yep. Uh, as you, as you uh, get ready to head off, a guard comes in with a plate that's got uh, some fried like um, pita chips and uh, some hummus uh, and like a cool, like a cold, like tabbouleh salad. Isaac snacks. Oh, thank you. Uh, you guys take some time to enjoy them or do you just leave? Uh, I imagine I didn't actually eat cause I was concerned. So I will mm -hmm. take some snacks and indulge for just a minute. Okay. I had so, like one of those mini muffins because I saw I was hungry for at the time, and now that we've come all the way over here, and I'm on a break. Yeah. All right. So you eat some food, uh, and then are escorted back to the teleportation room. Uh, the guards look away as you cast your teleportation circle spell, so as not to compromise your. Um, actually, I guess you don't need to go back. Oh no, the room does have the teleportation device. Yes, so save save a spell slot. So, uh, uh, and then you head back to Dusk Manor. Meanwhile, is it still intact when we get there? Yes. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, eighty-eight and Gwen, uh, you watch um, Bryn and uh, Nithis disappear, uh, and then step up to operate the teleportation machines yourself. Uh, reality fades away, uh, and you find yourself uh, in a much cooler, damper environment than the one you just left, as you're underground in the uh, cavern city of Vatka. Uh, you uh, teleport, um, so yeah, you're back in the Vatka temple. Um, uh, what do you do? Uh, and it will lead Gwen upstairs mm -hmm. um, and uh, into um, probably into the forge chamber looking for forge keeper Polvanta. All right. So you see um, forge keeper Polvanta Silverstream uh, standing there um, uh, begging on a a sword um and she uh sees you come in with gwen and uh uh quenches the quenches the blade and sets it aside uh and says uh oh, welcome uh wasn't expecting to see the two of you so soon it is good to see you again forge keeper she says uh it's good to see you as well though of course under more dire of circumstances than the last time we spoke. <laughs> she nods towards the, the sword. She says, been making a lot of those lately, unfortunately. 
Oh, you, you have no idea. <laughs> she says, um, she says, there. have you been involved in the war effort as well? No, we have had other matters uh, occupying our concern. Other, other disasters to deal with. And I will explain everything about um, the heart of Kyrax and Keth and all of that. Uh, she says, uh, well, that is, that is something, uh, holy shit. Um, wow, I uh, was not expecting that uh, today. I'm gonna be honest, 88, that's, um, wow, it just puts the whole war thing into perspective. We came because we were hoping you might be able to help Gwyn uh, reforge his family sword. It, it shattered when, when I jabbed it into the heart. So it's got a lot of sentimental value. And oh, I started I'm... pulling out the pieces. Uh, she, uh, she kind of reaches out for the, the bag that the pieces are in. She says, may I? Sure. Um, so... Um, she uh, sets them out, uh, kind of like pushes, like kind of like like a puzzle, puts the pieces kind of back uh, in the order um, that they're supposed to be in. And she says, uh, one second. And she um, closes her eyes for a second and moves her hands. Uh, and when she opens them, her eyes are sort of kind of a purplish hue as she detects magic on, on the uh, blade itself. She says, well, the good news is, is the, uh, is the magics of this blade are quite strong and still quite present in these shards. Um, she says, and um, most interesting. She says, um, uh, she says, describe to me what this sword does. Um. Well, if, I mean, it's a great sword. I mean, very fast and pointy. Um, but if I, if I hit a fiend or undead, it does extra damage, extra, extra damage of the gods to it. So um, also when I'm holding it, anybody that I like, or the, if it's on my side or that I like is, is, um, Helps it helps them to shrug off spells and, and things. It's really says, useful sword. She says, "Um, uh, yes, there is is a strong magics in this uh, abjurations and evocations, uh, things that do the things you describe." She says, but she kind of gestures towards the um, like the top third of it. She says, these pieces here seem to be imbued with something different. No, that's probably the part that was in the, in the heart. She says, there's strong divine magics in this part of the blade. Uh, she says, yes, I can, I can reforge it, she says. Though, she says, I suspect it might be different than it was before. <laughs> It's, it's not going to have a personality, is it? Because that, that happened with a violin of mine, and that, that really didn't end well. And everybody's still kind of angry at me about it. 
she says no i do not think it will i do not think it will gain sentience from this that would be uh <laughs> that would be quite the feat it's that's a relief it just just regular sword smash cut to hi i'm prelovian the singing blade <laughs> <laughs> i am the reincarnation of puzzles Oh no! <laughs> Just us being like, destroy it, cast it into the fire. <laughs> Let's go kill some evil stuff. Yeah. La 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 da da. I'm a singing sword. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, sure are short, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, she says, fortunately, since this has already been imbued with the magics, she says, uh, repairing it shouldn't take but a few hours, she says. Um, uh, she says, if there's anything else you need to do in vodka, she says, feel free to do it. Otherwise, um, you're welcome to watch if you would like. I think that'd be kind of cool. Well, while we're here, have any pointers on a way to destroy an ancient evil violin? Uh, she says, um, from every description that you've given to me of it, it sounds as though it is an artifact. She says, artifacts are very hard to destroy, often requiring very specific conditions that are set at the time of their creation. She says, I'm not even sure if the strongest artificers in Altaria, I don't even think Altair themselves could have created an artifact. All right. It was worth asking. That's good to know. <laughs> um, so, um, so the first thing she does is she casts the cantrip mending on the sword, <laughs> which puts all the pieces back together. Uh, um, and then uh, she starts um, uh, the process of kind of uh, reforging um, and uh, just sort of kind of reweaving the magics in it uh, so that they function properly again. Um, uh, is there anything you want to do while she's doing this? I will, before, or kind of as she's getting started, I will ask 88 if it's okay if I, if I watch. Um, Certainly. Or is it offensive? I don't want to... Oh, the Pulvanta herself said you're allowed, you could watch if you'd like, so... I think I would, I think I would take notes as the process is going on so I can give a really full and complete story of mm -hmm. how this happens to my clan when I give it back to them. Okay. If you know any good forging songs, that might, <laughs> might help with the process. Alright. I will uh, I will pull out my lute because I had the, the violin of, of illusions is still too close to mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I will lute myself up. Let's see. Yeah, 16. All right. So um, you're still a little maybe uh, harried, maybe a little out of sorts from everything. Uh, uh, but you start kind of playing along with the rhythmic hammering. Um, kind of uh, a lot of the things she does is a kind of like she's clearly doing things like you can see like sort of the magical auras and effects kind of visible and like being shaped. Uh, though the art of the process of learning to artifice is long and complicated. So you're not quite sure how she's doing it or what she's doing it. Um, Narrative uh, descriptions. 
Um, uh, idiot, are you also watching this, or do you have other things that you want to go do? Uh, idiot's going to slip out and go to the market and see if there's a ring of mind shielding. Um, let's see. Uh, you actually find uh, two rings of mind shielding for sale, uh, 500 gold pieces. I will buy both of them because I don't know how many we're going to need. Okay. Um, Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, and then the last part of it, uh, so after a couple hours, Gwen, the last part of it, uh, is she takes some molten gold and pours it along the blade, uh, which fills in, uh, all the cracks. Uh, and so, uh, at the end of it, um, she does the final quenching, uh, and polishes it and then, um, uh, presents it to you. Uh, she says, uh, Yes, here you go, Gwyn. Uh, Perlovian, the singing blade reforged. Uh, and you look at it and you just see uh, the blade, um, the, rapier, the rapier that you've seen before, uh, but just all these sort of very fine gold um, like uh, veins running through it uh, from where each of the pieces had been uh, restored. This is truly beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you ever get a chance to visit Dragon Channel, I'm sure we'd love to put you up and throw you a feast. Um, she says, uh, well, I, uh, if I ever make it over there, she says, that's uh, pretty far from here. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate the offer nonetheless. By the time Amy is going to come back in, uh, he's going to put one of the rings on. Mm -hmm. Does he hear anyone? Does he hear anybody start talking to him when he does? <laughs> One of my favorite parts of Ring of Mind Shielding, uh, <laughs> in a in a in another campaign I'm playing in, I have a Ring of Mind Shielding that has the soul of a twelve year old kid in it, who's very annoying. <laughs> no, loves dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> um. So, uh, you put the ring on, and it is fortunately free of any. Uh, souls that you are aware of. I will give. I will offer the other ring to Gwen. Is this just like a common side effect of rings of mind? So if you die while wearing a ring of mind shielding, you can actually keep your soul in the ring, <laughs> and then and communicate then... with anybody else that wears it in the future. Oh my! It's a very <laughs> weird magic item. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I will go ahead and slip it on. Hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's it's empty as well. <laughs> it's like, I'm not starting this. It's like in the game. <laughs> hey, I breathe a silent sigh of relief. All right. All right how so. does, um, as a player, how does a ring of mind shielding an amulet of proof against detection, detection and location work? What do you mean? Like, if I put on the ring of mind shielding and I get rid of the amulet, will that keep nasty face from coming after me or no? Um, the uh, ring of mind shielding, I believe, does not um, prevent uh, scrying. No. It just prevents um, creatures from reading your thoughts. 
knowing if you're lying, knowing your alignment or knowing your uh, creature type and they are not allowed to telepathically communicate with you unless you allow it, so. Okay, okay. So uh, I you can also make the ring invisible as a free action. Okay, I was just wondering. I was wondering um, maybe there's some overlap somewhere. I will thank Polvanta for her help. She says, uh, uh, no, don't worry about it. She says, uh, she says, I forged a lot of blades lately. Hopefully this one is able to make a difference uh, for that quest that you're on. She says, uh, I mean, maybe it's the most important blade I've made recently. I don't know. I hope to return soon and tell you that we were successful in stopping Keth. She says, I'd very much like that. I hope I hope so as well. If the world should end, presume that we failed. <laughs> <sighs> she says, perhaps, or perhaps some other fools on some other errand that they have failed. Who knows? Hmm. She says, uh, <laughs> You know, I just take comfort in knowing that the world's been around for a very long time uh, and it's continued to endure through all sorts of uh, hijinks and chicanery. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a and d group and you're like, we did it, we succeeded, but the world's still ending because somebody else somewhere... Some other D&D group didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine... Rose is rolling in the background for six other adventuring groups. <laughs> <laughs> it's levels. I've got levels within love. It's adventurers all the way down. <laughs> Do you remember those adventurers, those first level adventurers you saw in that bar when you guys were in Kefaleo? Well, unfortunately, they tripped on something they shouldn't have. <laughs> they done fucked up. Mm. All right. Uh, and then I will get us to the astral sea and then back to the manor unless there's anything else Gwen wants to do while we're in Batka. No, I think it's good. Okay. Pretty marveling at my sword. Alright, uh, so you arrive back and find uh, that Nithis and Bryn That's have already returned. Really? I thought of something while that they were doing stuff that I think I might want to try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, when Nithis and I get back to the manor I want to turn to her and go um you want to go on a little trip with me? Maybe. What's the trip? Um, just some tree walking, potentially looking for some uh, people to talk to about weird God heart stuff. Um, I'd rather go see a witch about something. Oh. I'm thinking she might have some ideas if I have the right approach this time. Okay. Is this your the witch from the hut? I think that's the only witch we've met. Or is this the queen? No, no, no. Definitely this queen. Oh, it's okay. just going over toward, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get close to her and get her to come and talk to me. Okay. Uh, she's not going to kill us? Hopefully not. Okay. You can stay outside. Yeah, probably. You, um, you should probably stay outside. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, I just I just thought you should come with me 
and we can go there and I can go in. And then like, if you don't hear from me in 10 minutes, run away and then be like, she's dead. Um, not a huge fan of this plan. Do we want to wait until we try to get rid of the Kinderheart? Or do you think that she'll be able to help with the Kinderheart? It depends on if we find her on a good day or a bad day. I think if life or death depends on someone's good day or bad day, that maybe it's just not one that you go for. But I feel like that's a little racist. <laughs> you feel like what? It's a little racist. <laughs> racist? You've met Faye before, right? Well, so <laughs> we, we, okay. Any other day, the answer would be like, yeah, let cowboy up. Let's go. But uh, we have to be ready. <laughs> we to do take, to take out the, the kinder heart. That's what we're hoping to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should wait until afterwards, but I'm just thinking that maybe she'll have some idea about the kinder heart as well, because it is, you know, from trees. Okay. Um, I very skeptical. Also, how many spells are you going to use for this? Oh. Also, just not do it and just dream her in the morning. It's like one of the other way. This is so cautious. <laughs> I know it's not what anyone wants. I can go and then come back. I like that even less because then you're just there and she might kill you. Um, we would both be burning, I would burn a fifth level and you would burn a sixth level. Mm-hmm. I think we should wait. Okay, we'll wait. I'm sorry. No, no worries. The fuddy-duddy mythos. <laughs> it's very nervous. I mean, it's not like an immediate thing. I don't think it's something we need to do immediately. I just think that the potential to get more information for this thing as possible but it's also not guaranteed so this way would be the way i also um, where are you having this conversation by the way just outside the front door oh like, like in the no in the actually no in the basement yeah because we came back and do the thing just having it right there yeah um uh mara kind of calls them the stairs uh which which what which group's back uh, the cool one okay uh is there anything i can do i'm kind of bored sitting here i'm thinking about yeah you want to see a witch with me jesus okay is that okay nithis can we run all the way for 88 and uh when they come back from their okay art adventure you do you (laughs) i'm worried you're gonna die (laughs) i'm not gonna die I might die. I probably won't. Mara comes down the stairs. She's like, so who's this witch? I'll tell you about it on the way. Okay. We're not friends, right? Who? Mara and you? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. asking her straight up. Oh, uh, I mean, I think... Casual acquaintances. Acquaintances, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you on the way. I mean, we've killed somebody together, so... Yeah, but that's not good to from you. Okay. Um, I bring her outside and I cast... Uh, tree stri- or teleport via plants 
mm-hmm. on a tree that I like out in the yard, and we teleport to near vodka. And she Nithis says, so- is left standing in the front yard, confused and worried. <laughs> Uh, so as you guys arrive, uh, she says, oh, uh, chilly. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a little, hopefully that's a good sign. I kind of look around and I go, um, just now sit down and see, like, try to channel. Um, if in the next, like, 15 minutes it doesn't work, we can head back. It's fine. We're cool. Okay. So what, what's this about? Um, I'm going to just call my mom really quick. And oh. I sit down. Okay. Is your mom the witch? Yeah. And I'm trying to like. <laughs> All right. So you're back. So which you went back to like the spot where she was previously, right? Yeah. I also like I'll explain. I figure even if she's not there, she probably right. think I might try there every once in a while. Um, like look at. So you actually start surprised. Her hut's still there. I, oh, then I get up and I knock on the door. <laughs> like you'd look past, kind of like just like the this. It's still snowing and stuff. Uh, and you see her little cauldron out front, um, uh, and um, yeah, she'd said something about like, "Oh, I'm totally gonna move," but she never actually got okay. it. <laughs> sounds sounds like someone I'd be related to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go up and knock on the door. Mars, like, should I go with you, or you can if you want. Um, she shrugs. It's a little. It's a little shady. Is how you feel about yourself as a human being. Person. Uh, she says, whatever. Okay. We'll knock on the door. All right. Uh, the uh, door opens and uh, uh, you see you see the hag standing there. And she says, ah, so you have returned in person. None mm-hmm. more of this dreaming nonsense. And you've brought the gith Yankee with you. Uh, yeah, my guess will look like Pinsmara. Very clever, child. Very clever indeed. Oh. She says, the promise was for friends, I suppose. Mm-hmm. She says, you're learning well. You are my daughter after all. As fun as that is. Mara just says, hey, I'm Mara. I'm uh, from the Astral Sea. I've been around for a while. And she says, well, well, don't stand out in the cold. Come in, come in. Warm uh, yourself by the fire. We'll go inside. Um, so you go in and we'll take a quick uh, break because uh, I just got some food and I have to use the restroom. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Back in five. Okay. So, uh, Bryn, you and Mara step into the hut. Uh, it looks much like it did before, um, slightly bigger on the inside. Uh, a, um, some, cha- some chairs seated around a fire. Uh, the kind of edges of the room are wreathed in a bit of darkness. It's kind of hard to make out the details in the shelves. Uh, there are two chairs set out uh, on one side of the fire and one chair on the other. Uh, and uh, the hag sits down in the chair on the opposite side of the fire and gestures to the two chairs in front of you. And uh, Mara looks at you. I go, sitting safe enough. And uh, she sits down across from the fire. What do you do? 
what would happen if I try to look into these shadowy corners? Do you do you try to? Yeah. Roll me a perception check. I mean, I'm gonna like walk over towards them and like mm-hmm. try to browse their shelves like a terrible dinner guest. Uh, perception. 24. I mean, you just see, you know, uh, dusty plates, chipped cups, uh, a bunch of dried herbs, nothing, nothing exciting, very mundane things. And I look over my shoulder and go, what? No paintings of me? She says, would you try no. <laughs> sit, I go sit, back and sit down. <laughs> says, uh, so what brings you back, Brandon? Um, I have a question. That I'm willing to get a honest answer for. So you come to bargain. Yes. That is your question, child. If an individual was to take the heart of a god and not choose not to resurrect it, what would they want it for? And what are you willing to offer in exchange for this information? Mars is talking I mean, to my bro. Handshake, high five. <laughs> I can be persuaded for more, but was it worth to you? I'm curious. So I can receive my offer too, if it's too much. She ponders that for a moment. She says, a year. Uh, Servitude? Not servitude, but... Family bonding? You must live with me for a year. Do I get to choose one? I mean, within reason, it won't be like right before you crow or something like that. She says, it must be within the next 13 years. And if you die before then, you will be brought back to life for the span of the year, but no longer. Okay. It is agreed then. Uh huh. <sighs> well, she kind of closes her eyes, the lights dim, the candles flicker. She says, there is much one could do with the power of a heart. She says, one could absorb it into oneself and become a god themselves. 
it could be used to create an artifact. It could be used to create a new God. It could be used, yeah. the energy contained within could be used to create a new plane of existence. She says, or to destroy an existing one. She says, and many more things as well. Those are like the major five. Those are the, five, right? Those are the most, um, those are the most potent of applications, yes. Other and ones like why even go for the heart of a god? Exactly. Sort of you could toss it on the floor and stomp on it, but you can do that <laughs> with any heart. All right. Well, thank you for your answers. She says, um, is there any other questions you have, child? No, that was it. Well, I look forward to spending more time with you in the near future. Me too. In fact, might have been exactly what I wanted. Amara, let's go. I was like, go ahead. I'll be there in a minute. Mara. She says, I know what I'm doing. Mind if I observe? She says, I'd rather you didn't. I'm going to observe. Uh, the hag looks at Mara and she says, you it's come here to deal? My mom's house, I guess they. Mara says, perhaps. She says, um, I need a way to ensure that all of the clones of Keth are destroyed. She says, ah, yes, this would be a quite powerful spell. She says the cost would be quite high indeed. What is it you offer? And uh, I give her a look that says, tread carefully. Mara just kind of glares at you and leans forward and whispers something in the hag's ear. And the hag's eyes raise. She says, and you offer this freely? Mara nods. She says, then is the deal agreed to? Mara says, it's agreed to. Uh, once again, the <laughs> the uh, the candles flicker, the um, lights dim. Uh, you hear the hag uh, invocating something underneath her breath, um, and she says, "It is done." Amara nods and says, "All right, Bren, let's go." Um, later. Let me know if you actually moved this time. If you actually what this time? If you actually moved this time. Um, as well. Uh, so you, you walk outside. Um, 
and it's still snowy, uh, but the mountains are gone. And she just says, I already have. Bitch. <laughs> I look for a tree. Uh, you see one. Had Mara. Yeah. You didn't fuck me or Nithis over, did you? She shakes her head. No. Okay, well, then we're good. I open a portal in the door in the tree. Um, I go, I hope you did okay because my mom's a bitch. She says, uh, I'm not sure, but we'll find out. Uh, she I says, mean, valiant calls, so can't be uh, mad about says, that. Um, unfortunately, that means I have some affairs I have to attend to. So, um, girl, she says, uh, "Hey, good luck, and uh, just remember, if you kill her this time, she stays dead." And uh, Mara casts a spell and just ripples out of existence. Okay, I go back home. How long has it been since you've been gone? Oh, not long. Uh, she arrives back about the same time that 88 and Gwyn do. Um, I imagine that uh, Nithis is just eating snacks and looking at a full bottle of whiskey but not drinking it while waiting mm-hmm. for everyone to get back. Um, I walk in and I crack up in the bottle of whiskey and pour me about a couple fingers. Where's Mara? Uh, she said she had some things to take care of. I think she might have done something kind of dumb, but don't eat my dice. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I think she might have done something kind of dumb, but got rid of the clones of what's their face? So, Keth, so that's good. Probably gonna die. I'd say I'd say probably like 75, 25. I'm being generous. She talked to the witch. I tried to tell her not to, but she did it. She's an adult. She can handle oh, herself. The what? The witch. I thought you said lich, and I was like, no, you have not been hiding that from us. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's okay. a witch. Okay. Um, well, that's a whole lot to take in, isn't it? But definitely the clones are no longer an issue. Um, if the witch can be, she made a decent deal. I don't know exactly what the nuances of it were, they whispered. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she treaded carefully, then yeah. Well, that'd be real damn nice, wouldn't it? That would be. She seems to think that they're going to be dead, so it should stick this time we kill her. Good. That's awesome. I guess. Yeah, but the witch, um, things don't necessarily turn out the way. <laughs> Actually, I guess they're good enough. The bargains. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I just hope that we get a chance to thank Mara, because... Probably not. We should send her a message or something. Okay. All right. Uh, you hear two pops from the basement as uh, 88 and Gwen return. 
Well, no, we'd come out. We're gating. Oh, right, right. We come in. <laughs> where do you where lawn. do you gate to? Front lawn. Front lawn. So, on the front lawn here. And when I hear the pop, I put my brain into my tooth and see if it's eighty-eight and blood yeah, returning. You see them. Okay. What? Put my brain into my tooth. She has she has a tooth in one know. of the trees that's observing just, the. Uh, yeah, it's a hag thing. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a hag thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, not, a, not a sentence designed to invoke calm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our trip was successful. Gwen and I have requi- uh, acquired rings of mind shielding. I have as well. Good news there. Um, Bryn also went on a short trip, and it sounds like um, Keth's clones are taken care of. Um, uh, so I got some answers for possible reasons to take a god's heart to not resurrect it. Which is... Oh my gosh. I knew I should have written them down. Become a god. Become a god. Ascension was one. Um, creating an artifact is another. Um, creating another plane is a third one. <sighs> what are the other two? Creating a new god. New god. Or destroying a plane. Or destroying a plane, yeah. Quite sure that. And like, those are the major ones that like, you could use a god's heart for a bunch of stuff, but like those are the main things that you need a god's heart for. Yeah. I saw the wit said. What time of day is it? Uh, it is, uh, I'd say at this point, it's probably afternoon, early afternoon, just after lunch. Okay. Um, is there any benefit for us waiting? Uh, you do have a sleeping vampire uh, that can potentially assist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we want anyone who might be affected by per, um, by the can- heart out of the house and far away. Mm-hmm. So we'll wait until um, she's awake. All right. And then where are you guys going to go once um, we get this party started? Do we want to go that far away? Yeah, it's far away, but like if we go and we hang out for an hour, not even an hour, like 20 minutes in the um in the shrine. Yeah, you might as well be next door. Well, and you have your sending stone, so if if things go sour, you could be back within a minute, uh, you know, a few seconds. Within a tree stride. Or then just you'd be you'd have the teleportation circle device. So yeah, just take the don't waste any more spells. <laughs> I might need them. My life might need them. Okay. So um yeah, we just wait until nightfall then. All right. Uh so as the sun sets, um do you guys do anything uh as you prepare for this? Um I'm going to go into the library and Mm -hmm. pop out a molar and put it so that I can see towards the uh, room, the anti-magic room. Oh, the anti-magic room is in the conservatory. Is it? Okay, Okay, then I go in the conservatory and pop out a molar. Okay. 
How many molars do you have? They regrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so how many of those can you? How many of those can you maintain at a time? That's what I forget. Um, it's not specific. I can only make one a day. Okay. <laughs> um. Gross. <laughs> Oh. oh, it's actually until I finish a long rest, I wouldn't have been able to see 88 and go and ah. come back. Just imagining like the next group of adventurers, like Nithis. There's like little roots coming out. Reed Stasis is the whole man, the, the whole mansion. Is oh, it only works if it's a, within 10 miles of you as well. Oh, oh. okay. Well, so, anywho. well, I'll leave it there just in case we pop back and need to see what's going on in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, idiot, anything you're doing to prepare? Um, no, I think we're pretty prepared. All we're planning on doing is the Kinderheart, the Kinderheart thing tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think we're pretty prepared. Um, I'll go check in on the other Warforged since we have a few hours. Okay, yeah. Um, you head back out there. Um, uh, so they last. So the last thing you had them do was make weapons for the war front, uh, and then you let them know, of course, that mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be gone for a bit. Um, is this the first time you've talked to them since you got back from slaying Kilaren? Yes. Okay, so it's been it's been a few weeks, um, uh, and so. Um, uh, right uh, comes uh, uh, up to you and happily glides you on the sho- uh, claps you on the shoulder and says, uh, 88, I'm so glad to see that you are doing well. Uh, were you able to dispatch the dragon? We were. Um, how, how are things looking in the, the encampment? You know, they've had a few more weeks of... Yeah, things, uh, like, it's actually looking pretty good. Like, there's... Um, like uh, there's now uh, the um, shelter, like the shelters have been all, all created. Um, uh, you see um, uh, m- more um, ore from the mines that have been uh, laid next to the blacksmiths who are, you know, kind of um, using it to create items and ingots and things like that. Uh, it, it's turned into a pretty functional community uh, in the time that you've been gone. Okay. Um, all right, I'll say, uh, yes, we were successful and uh, are dealing with other concerns, but I wanted to check in and make sure that all was going well here. Um, they nod, yes, uh, things here are very well. Um, we've managed to uh, turn uh, to make ourselves a little home here, um, though we know. A temporary one, um, but uh, some of the um, some of the warforged that have been having the most difficulty dealing with the traumas of the of the uh, surprise invasion seem to be recovering a bit better than uh, expected. Um, the knitting and um, craft supplies seem to be having a um, positive effect on them. So we are much in your gratitude for bringing those to us. I'm glad they're helping, and I am glad that they are doing better. Um, 
I hope you don't mind, but I, I shared your idea with a few of the other Warforged. They are eager to know, um, when can we go to Cilia? How do we get there? 88 will pull out the cubic gate. Mm -hmm. In much the same way that you were all relocated here, we could relocate to another point on this plane. Um, as for when, hopefully soon, there are matters here that I must attend to. But once they are concluded, I believe, I believe it is time for me to put adventuring to the side for the moment and help you all. There's a weight off my chest to hear that, um, 88. Uh, I was, I would have felt, though we have not known each other for long, I would have felt bereft leaving you behind. Uh, do we have, or, I would know this because I kind of got to know everybody. There are spellcasters among mm -hmm. the Warforged, right? Yeah. Are there any that could cast teleportation circle? Um, I'll say yes, yes. Okay. I had considered the possibility of creating a permanent teleportation circle here so that, uh, and a matching circle on Cilia once we arrive, so that any other Warforged to which to join us in the future could do so. I, I think that is a, a wonderful idea. Um, though perhaps we could do one better. Um, I've been talking to some of the artificers. Uh, it would take some time, perhaps nearly as long as the permanent teleportation circle, but Perhaps we could construct a gate, a permanent gate. One that could be activated by Warforged at will, as not everyone will have the ability to teleport uh, using the circle. And uh, having the circle on Cilia could be a liability if those that wish to do us harm were able to learn of its pattern. a wise precaution. We would need to make sure that a guard presence remains here to ensure that the gate is, uh, is uh, secured, but that is something, something to consider. Agreed. But the idea of a permanent gate is uh, a wise one. Um, Nods there face turns a, a pleasing blue color. Well, um, while I am here, mm -hmm. he will reach into his bag and pull out a long sword and the uh, plus one shield that he forged out of the purple worm scale. Ooh. Um, if these can go to help in the defense of the settlements, I no longer have need of them. Uh, we thank you. Yes, we will make sure that our sentries are, are given this uh, in order to better protect the settlement. Um, we have slain several strange creatures that have attempted to wander in from the woods. Hopefully they have not 
harmed anyone. Um, the damage was minor. Um, strange spirits haunt these woods. That is true. I am glad you are all safe, though. Yes, there is strength in numbers. Strength in community. Idiot nods. Um, you don't mind me asking, what matters do you have to attend to before we leave? Uh, are we just standing outside talking right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he'll sort of look around. Uh, is there a place we might speak in private? Oh, yes. Um, I, have a, I have a shelter, a permanent shelter now. Uh, so uh, he takes you to the center of the camp where there's a bunch of uh, small but functional shelters um, that the uh, uh, Warforged have been able to take rest mode in. And he leads you into one no bigger or smaller than the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Idiot will explain uh, about the... He won't go into all the details... Mm-hmm. But uh, explain that there was the god of a slain, the heart of a slain god uh, that's been taken by this Githyanki Keth. Um, we don't know what her intentions with it are, but we are going to try and prevent her from doing uh, anything nefarious with it. Well, good luck. Thank you. Uh, we will um, pray for you. It is appreciated. Uh, hopefully, Inca guides your hand to craft success. May she shield all of you from harm. They may they shield all of you from harm. Okay, um, and then you head back to Dusk Manor. Yep. All right. Um, as you head back, the sun dips below the horizon. Um, what perception? Eighteen. Uh, as you are walking back, um, uh, you notice a movement in the woods, uh, and much like the previous time, you see uh, a floating specter of Brin Brinley there, uh, wound in the midsection. Uh, just floating, and then as the specter notices you, it just raises a finger and points. Uh, where is it? It's like off into the woods, off the path. Yeah, it's probably about like 100 feet from you. Uh... Adi is going to keep going back to the manor. Mm-hmm. Um, it follows you for a bit, uh, arm outstretched, uh, and then after I don't know, like a few minutes, uh, you look back and it's just gone. Uh, and you arrive back to the house at dusk. Uh, Gwen, anything you're doing uh, in the afternoon, early evening until sun- sunset? I don't know. Um, we did cast Remove Curse on 
dad, right? Yep. And but did he have any meaningful memories of being on the other plane? Uh, we, we explained them all last time. Just uh, he was just standing outside guarding the temple. Uh, okay. He didn't go inside? Uh, he did go inside, but it was just sort of like this uh, large room uh, that uh, that just had essentially that the kobolds rested in and ate food in before they went back to their... Okay. No, then I think I just relax, hang out with Dad, and mm-hmm. try to keep things light and non-mind control Yeah. Uh, he just he just tells you some of like the history of like just some interesting history facts and distracts you with some close up magic. Uh, he is the close up he is the close up magic dad, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And and um, I would I would explain to him what happened with the sword and show it to him. And... Oh, he he uh, he thinks that um, he he loves the look of it and thinks that the uh, gold gives it character. Yeah. Uh, and it tells you about a couple other like. Uh, historical relics that have been like destroyed and reforged and that now Prelovian is you know that only the best blades are cons- are reforged and you know sort of that thing <laughs> um Nithis, uh, anything for you nope okay just Brent? gonna wait uh no all right. Uh, so night falls uh, Lucia wakes up and comes out and says all right well good luck um, I will be uh, in Drith just in case anything goes wrong to make sure the city stays protected. Um, but if you need me, uh, I will not be far. Uh, you have my number. <laughs> How long are you going to need to get back to Drith? Uh, well, when I, when I turn into a fine mist, I can book it pretty fast. So. <laughs> okay. Not long. Uh, right. So, uh, uh, she just uh, looks at all of you and says, "Good luck, um, Bren." She gives you just like a pat on the shoulder, and then um, uh, turns into uh, a mist. And boy, that mist sure does book it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's nothing special I need to know about the cubic gate, right? I just push the side. Uh, correct. Okay. Well, and name the person that you want to summon. Hopefully that doesn't blow up in our faces. Yeah, maybe it will <clears throat> give you the cube, show you which one is the, the button for the, the pocket dimension. Explain how it works. Okay. Um, what was the name of that god? Which god? The one that made the Kinderheart? Uh, it wasn't made by a god. Whatever the god was, that was there was a god. Uh, the, it was made um, from a uh, the heartwood of a willow tree that was sacred to the worshippers of Ilvisar. Okay. I l v i s a r. And you said it was called Ico, and it was created. Yes. Yes. It was called Ico. E i e i k k o. Okay. All right. To the teleportation circle device. Okay. I think so. Just before you guys go, should I say just the Kinderheart or Ico the Kinderheart? 
Probably Ico that can recover. Yeah, I might as well cover all the bases. All the bases. Ico seems to be its name. Okay. Cool. Bryn, do you have your ring of mind shielding on? Uh, no, I don't. I should put that on. Uh, inventory. I forgot. Take off my cloak of protection. A ring of mind shielding doesn't require attunement. Oh, it doesn't? Nope. Oh, that's oh well, that changes a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> It does. Um, it does on in, on the inventory. Oh, it does. I'm sorry. I didn't think it did. Oh no. Well, okay. Fine. Take off my cloak of protection. Add my ring of mind shielding. Boop. Shielded. Right. That was my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. And so everybody. Um, everybody. Should- but Nessus is wearing we... a ring of mind shielding. What's the question? Everybody was talking Just making about sure everybody has it equipped and attuned. Um, and we'll, and we'll do we know? Well. Yeah, do we know what's up with the uh, Blair? See um, somebody we need to get out of the way or no? Um, or turn off, put on. That's a great question, Blair. Uh, I believe that my loyalty is is to uh, is to you. Uh, I do not think that my programming can be corrupted by such magics. Okay. So you never thought that Gwen was going to be the savior of the world. I don't believe it was ever expressed to me. Okay, cool. We'll see you later. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll make sure Talcott has a ring. Mm-hmm. He comes with us, and yeah. so does. Um, um, we would have given Winchester. a ring of mind shielding to. Um, oh, Winchester went back to uh, Drift this morning. So. Oh, okay. Um, Maru would have one, and Lucia would have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna wear one because I don't have the attunement for it, and I think my attunements are more important. <sighs> okay. Hi. Don't die. Thanks. See you soon. Um, all right, so uh, everybody but Nithis goes back to Hokkaido. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talcott gets there and he breathes in the air and he says, ah, home. You're gonna uh, stay with us or you're gonna head back to the graveyard that's up there? <laughs> oh, I, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll wait till uh, everybody is, uh, everybody's back before I go back. But uh, I think I, I don't think I'll go back to Dusk Manor. He looks at you, Gwen, and says, if that's okay. Should be fine with me. You want to um, I'll hang out here with those giant wolves. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, you want to, you want to meet them? We, we can introduce you. Are they friendly? Yeah, they have been. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Then that, yeah, I'll, we, I'll just hang here. As long as we respect their territory. So I'll, I'll take dad and, and go introduce him to the to the dire wolves. All right. Um, so You're literally cast a spell on you and you would be there in like two seconds. The city, not the the mountain. Oh, cool. Well, that, that'd be great. But I'd feel more comfortable if I you know was with the rest of my clan. Wait. So what? Wait. What? You don't want to go back to Dusk Manor. But you don't want to go to. I was gonna say you could head to Hokkaido and hang out 
I thought that's what you wanted to do. Oh no, I'll just hang out here at this word, this little temple. This seems peaceful. oh okay. I mean, there's not even a toilet here, but whatever. Yeah, the nature's nature's the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, back at Dusk Manor. Uh, you, Nithis, you see uh, everyone disappear. You've got the gate in your hand, uh, which I think does require attunement to use. What? No, doesn't? Oh, no. never mind. I am going to say, God damn it. <laughs> um, so it's just you and Blair. Blair's like, well, um, I believe in you fully, uh, Master Nithis. Uh, uh, hopefully belief will get us through. Is there anything you wish me to do for you? Uh, hide. Uh, he says, I hate to suggest it, but perhaps you should, just to be safe, put my bow tie in the anti-magic room. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. And I'm going to go up and everything is going to happen in front of the anti-magic room. So I'm going to uh, put Blair in there so that he's protected. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he doesn't get possessed. Uh, as you go into the conservatory, he follows you and he says, all right, well, uh, I will see you on the other side, as they say. Yeah. Yep. And he floats into the anti-magic room and then his bow tie drops to the floor. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I will stand in front of the door with the, because I, I have to push the side of the cubic gate, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to stand there with my hand ready to catch, hopefully, this violin as it comes through. And I'm going to have it pointed towards the door mm-hmm. so that if it comes through at speed, it just goes into the room. Um, and all I have to do is press the button and say, Iko the Kinderheart, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so I do that. All right. So <laughs> you, you push the button uh, that looks like um, an X with a line through it, uh, or perhaps like two Ks pushed together. Um, <laughs> or an asterisk. Um. And you say, I go the Kinderheart. Um, make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. I, you know what? I, I kind of thought this would fail completely. So that something is happening is kind of a miracle. Um, a dex save? Yep. I don't know if I'm more or less afraid. Uh, hold on. My phone shut everything down. Uh, dex saving throw. That is mm-hmm. not great. that's a 12. All right. Um, In front of you, a a violin uh, with a bow attached to it appears in midair, and you're able to snatch it out of the air before it clatters to the ground and shove it into the anti-magic room. Ah, hello, Nithis. What's up? Quite clever, an anti-magic room. How you doing? You feeling evil? <laughs> I assure you I am not evil. Well, you kind of took over my friends and made them do some fucked up shit. So shall we parlay then? No, let's, no, we're not to parlay yet. <laughs> what do you think we're going to parlay? Well, I do still control all those poor kobolds that are in the other plane of existence. I imagine they're quite important to your friend Gwen. Um, Maybe not Bryn, but Gwen, for sure. <laughs> no, I said Gwen. I was joking. He's like, more or less important to Gwen. 
Um, well, not to be too cold-blooded about it, but the kobolds aren't my concern. Keth and the the heart of Kyrax are. Yes. But, I mean, how many kobolds do you think you could fight at one time, Warden? Warden? Yeah, he says Warden. Oh, me. I'm the yeah. Warden. What yes. are you talking about? Um, I'm sure well, you could take on a dozen, perhaps. But could you take on a hundred? I think given enough motivation and my four best friends, my three best friends and reinforcements, the kobolds actually probably aren't going to be that big a deal. It'd be but very they will sad. Be fi- they will be fighting to the death. Yeah. They are oh so precious to your friend. It doesn't have to be this way. I'm quite reasonable. I think you will find. You're very manipulative for a piece of wood. So slow your roll. Okay. Slow your roll. You're in control here. We can take as much time as you'd like. Perfect. What does Keth want with Kyrax's heart? That's none of my business. She promised me the greatest gift of all if I had assisted her and I accepted. Did she actually tell you how she was going to end your existence? Because it sounds like that's maybe the biggest question here. Do you actually trust her to be able to do that? I'm confident in her abilities to do so. Hmm. Why hasn't she yet? I see what you're doing here. and It will not work. What do you think I'm doing here? You're pumping me for information. You're trying to play me. Oh, well, I mean, I guess like seeks like, huh? You know, You've been at it a lot longer than I have, though, to be You fair. know, some of your other friends might be better at this interrogation. Perhaps <laughs> you can bring them here. <laughs> It's funny that you think anyone but me would be here with you right now. <laughs> We're pretty well aware of everything that you've uh, fed Oh, but they have those mind. rings of mind shielding. Surely I could have no effect on them. What's the harm? <laughs> Considering your tone and tenor, I imagine there's quite a bit of harm. Or Little is it a double bluff? Perhaps um, they would be effective. Who knows? So... Keth hasn't shown up to get you yet. That's too bad, isn't it? You think she cares enough to actually follow through on killing you if I lock you in this room, walk away forever? All right, so let's roll. Um, We're going to start making some rolls here because this is Dungeons and Dragons after all. (laughs) Um, So I think that would be uh, Intimidation. Roll me okay. an intimidation check. Okay. Where's it at? Uh, intimidation. Oh, nope. Not intimidating at all. Uh, it finds the child hilarious. Uh, 10. It says, I have set in a quiet room for 2,000 years, your threats mean nothing to me. You will die. I will be forgotten. Someone will find me. The cycle will repeat anew. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> 
I wonder. So it sounds to me like you're just a waste of my time. In what way am I a waste of your time? Well, it'd be super sad if we had to kill all those kobolds, but you know what? Shit happens. Um, if you're Roll not me a deception in a way, check. Really bad influence on you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say roll deception? Yep. Because I don't believe that you actually believe what you're saying. Uh, I think Amanda has been a really bad influence on me. Because at this very moment, that's definitely how I feel. Uh, 16. So not great. Um, I've been observing you. I may not be able to read your mind, but I have been watching. You play tough. And were Bryn standing here in front of me, I have no doubt that she would incinerate every last kobold to achieve her aims. First off, I have no aims. <laughs> but you, however, are a good person. You would not sacrifice several hundred lives for nothing. Well... It wouldn't be nothing if I got what I wanted. Are you saying that Keth isn't there and there's no heart to destroy and she's never going to come after me again? Oh, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying the costs are high, but they could be made to be lower. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, talk. I could let you walk right in there. I could release the kobolds from the hold I have on them. Okay. You've got me by the neck. You are uh -huh. in the dominant position here. So You are in position to make the man, so make them. And so if, if you were to do that, what would you ask in return? What are you offering? I don't know that a mortal such as myself <laughs> has anything to offer without just, I, I'll bake you a cake. What do you want? <laughs> you don't want me to bake you a cake. I can't I, do that. I have no mouth to eat and no stomach to digest. That would not be good for me, no. I think I want the same thing you want. I wish to no longer exist. Why do you think that I want to not exist? I think you want me to not exist. Oh, I... You're in my way. That's the biggest problem right now. So how can I make you not exist? A, a very interesting conundrum, one I have tried to solve many times over the years. What if I were to put you in a um, a time-frozen stasis that only I was able to undo? But it wouldn't just be you, would it? It could be your descendants that could free me. It could be anybody with your blood. It could be that sweet, idiotic Dolt Nitharden that you are cousins with. That motherfucker. 
that dumb motherfucker. Well, then I think we're back at square one. I don't actually have anything to offer you. Other than the torment of continuing to stay alive in this little room with no way to affect anyone because it's an anti-magic room. I don't need magic to have an effect on people. Hmm. Well. You could claim the heart. The kinder heart? You? Sure. You, you, no, you could, you could claim the heart of Kyrax. What does that mean? Well, you could become a god yourself. And then destroy me. Not uncommon. There was a mortal in your realm that became a god some 800 years ago. <laughs> this isn't laughing. Caitlin is. So is that what Kath is going to do then? Why hasn't she done it yet? She's had that heart for like a day and I never a half. said that was her aim, but that is something one could do with the heart of a god. Hmm. I don't particularly want to be a god, but point of order, if I had the heart, yes, I could probably do the same thing that Kath has promised you to do. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to be fair, of the two of us, I find you an extreme annoyance, and I'm sure Kath finds you very useful. Oh no, she hates me as well. Do not fret. Really? I am merely a tool for her. As you said, she did not come to save me, now did she? Hmm. Or you could destroy the plane that she's on. How would one, with the heart? With the heart, leave me there and destroy the plane. Perhaps that would put me out of my misery. Perhaps. You don't seem tempted to use me. No, not at all. Interesting. I've met few who have resisted the temptation, though your hands are not fit to play me. That sounds rude. Why would you? Because be they're too. I'm very small. I'm <laughs> I'm sized for small I hands. I was small. I was like, why are you being rude? You're a fucking violin. Why don't you fuck right off? <laughs> um. So, I mean, my aim in bringing you here was to find a way to neutralize you, so that I could go about my day without having to worry about your intrusive ass inside the heads of my friends. Well, you have me in an anti-magic room. They have rings of mind shielding. You've accomplished your goals, yet you're still talking to me. Why, why is that? Because I don't believe that you're actually useless right now. Are you useless? Tell me the truth, if you are even capable of that. If I brought my friends back right now, would you be capable of cursing them and inserting memories and taking command of them again, dominating them. Uh, Roll me a persuasion check. Persuasion. 
No, that's better. 18. Because okay. of the two of this, I'm the most trustworthy. And roll me a sense motive or insight. Sorry, roll me an insight. Oh, what? Insight. insight. Sense motive is what it was called in the previous editions. Insight. That I am good at. Oh, well, bitch. 18. Same thing. No, you have, in fact, cornered me. I would be unable to influence them, protected as they are, sheltered as I am. And I believe him. Seems to be telling the truth. Hard to tell the emotions of a fucking piece of wood. It is. I probably should have given you disadvantage in the role, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to... Hmm... I'm going to have to make this decision by myself <laughs> because I feel like involving Enigma in this is probably a poor plan. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right, then. Piece of wood. If you release the kobolds, so that we don't have to fight through them. Then I will kill Keth and use the heart of Kyrex to destroy you, or at least attempt to do so. It has to be a good faith attempt. No half-hearted, I tried. Oh, motherfucker, I don't want you to survive. You don't worry about that. I, I give my all to everything. <laughs> yes, and what, what, ins- what, how can I trust, how, what can you give me as a sign of trust that once I release the kobolds, you did not just use me for your own aims or leave me somewhere to languish for another millennia? I mean, other than my absolute abhorrence of your existence, I don't know what else I have to offer other than my word. There's no material gains that you would need, right? I'm not gonna offer my soul or anything stupid. I believe a blood pact is in order. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. What the fuck is that? Yeah, fun. Well, cut your hand, make an un, uh, a binding vow. If and, you if and... you if you do not live up to your vow, then it will not go well for you. Is this some sort of spell that you have to cast? Because you're not coming out of that fucking room. Um, are, you af- are you afraid that I could influence you outside of this room? Because I believe I have shown consistently that you are outside of my scope of influence. Yes, it involves magic. It will require you to step outside the room 
Also, I'm not in the room, just so you know. I know you're half, you're out of it. It's inside. I, I, He's inside you're you're the room. standing like I this am, through the door. I, I am very much aware. <laughs> not in the same room as this fucking creepy ass pilot. Um, hmm. What other sorts of tricks does a violin have up its sleeve? Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. You can do higgly piggly, move things around, fuck about with your surroundings. I am unable to influence the physical world beyond me. I cannot pick anything up. I cannot set anything down. I can be played. Hmm. I can talk. <clears throat> All right. So if we do this blood pack thing, would I know what that is? Like, Roll me uh, an arcana or a religion check. Both are the same. Uh, you could also ask Enigma. Let's just leave Enigma out of this as long as we can. Oh, 21. 21 arcana. Um, yeah, it is uh, an old magic. Uh, uh, devilish in origin. Uh, but basically it is as it is. You uh, agree to... Um, you uh, agree to uh, terms of a condition, uh, and as long as you uphold it, nothing bad happens. If you if it usually it has some sort of goal or end condition, which ends it. Uh, if you violate the terms of it, then there is some sort of penalty as decided at the time of the pact. Okay, and who words everything? Is that me or him? It. Uh, it, it could whoever uh, whoever uh, it would be you. It would be me. I'd be able to word it in, in the. Yeah, it would just now, now, potentially if it was another creature with its own blood and its own magic, it could do it. But since you're going to be the one that does it, uh, it'd have to be you that words it. Okay. So he it can't twist things around. <laughs> I like how he doesn't answer that. He just takes a drink of fucking water. Let me, a, let me. He's already twisted things around. <laughs> The Swiss are already in motion. This is what you can do about them at this point. <laughs> Let's do what? She said the twists are already in motion. There's nothing you can do about it at this uh, point. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So I would make a blood pact to make a good faith effort at destroying you. If you, in return, release all the kobolds and don't stop me from going after Kath and Kyrax. And if you double cross me, your life is forfeit. Okay. I can agree to that. Um, you'll have to uh, take me out of the room, touch your hand uh, and say those words out loud uh, and then slap your hand onto my body. Nobody likes that. <laughs> um, okay, I will. <laughs> I will do that. Okay, so you pull the violin out, and I, I, I'm going to need to have you, Caitlin, say the words. Okay, uh, so I cut my hand, and I just. I just stand there and say the words and then mm -hmm. touch the violin. Okay. Um, I knit this promise to make 
a good faith effort to destroy the kinder heart in return for the kinder heart releasing the kobolds and staying out of my way as I attempt to kill Keth and Kyrax. Schwap. And uh, if I fail to do this, my life is... Oh, and if I fail to do this, my life... If I fail in a good faith attempt to destroy the Kinderheart, my life is forfeit. The spell is cast. I think you should have said if you fail to put forth a good, fair... Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what you meant. Yeah, (laughs) not that if I fail to kill it, but if I fail to put forth the effort. Because there's every chance. like already too late. Too late. (laughs) Wait, is it too late? No, I'll let you say it. My my Grinch, my Grinch grins goes back down. Now I guess (laughs) I guess you said it the right way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I put that motherfucker right back in the anti-magic room. Says, all right. Well, you'll have to bring me to the plane in order to release the kobolds. I cannot affect them from here. Mm. Okay. You can't release him from here. Gosh damn it. It's too bad. Over in Hokkaido, 88, Gwen and I are just looking awkwardly at each other. Waiting. Um no, 88 has the uh the book open and is chapter 106. Burning down the house. Ah, ah. <laughs> that fuck. Um, fuck. Okay. Well, I will get on the sending stone. And I will say to everybody, so I made a blood pack with the goddamn violin. Certainly nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. It's terrifying. Um, it said that it won't stop me attempting to kill Kyrax. So if you guys want to come back through, let's see what happens. Are we going to try to talk to it? See if it controls us or what? Yeah, I mean, come back through and we'll see what happens. Okie dokie. We'll come back through. I pulled Blair out too. Oh, hello. Uh, uh, everything go well? Um, actually, no, I don't. Rewind. <laughs> no, he doesn't know that Blair's there. I'm actually going to leave Blair in there. I, I had a second thought. Come back through. Who's going to make our dinner? I mean, let's be real. The Kinderheart knows all about Blair. He spent a lot of time around Blair. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's fine. I'll bring it back out then. Uh, how'd it go, Master Nithis? Uh, we're still waiting to see if this uh, piece of wood is a lion motherfucker. Well, if it is, I will. it'll catch both hands. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> Uh, should I start on dinner? Uh, are the others returning? Um, no, don't worry about dinner. Oh, I guess actually, no. I put the Kinderheart back in the the room. We can't even go anywhere tomorrow. And sorry, bro, you gotta sit and time out because you've not been a good violin. So I'll come I'm get sorry. you tomorrow. Whenever you can put it in time stasis if you wanted to until. In what? Uh, Intrapic ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Can I do, I can do an entropic ward around the non-magic room, right? Uh, yes, around it, yes. Yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I do that before everyone comes back. 
Okay. So you seal you seal the kinder heart away. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone returns. Hello, we're back. So, so the Kinderheart really wants to die. That's what it wants more than anything. I was like, yeah, I think we knew that. Yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of banking on it. So yes, that is definitely what it wants. Um, it said that as long as I make a good faith effort to destroy it. Um, that it will let go of the kobolds and not stand our way. FYI, that means that I am going to be doing something with said heart of Kyrax. Because the Kinderheart's pretty sure that's the only thing that can destroy it. I was wondering about that. It probably is. Um, but would you say the Kinderheart's a creature or a construct what do we think it is well it's an artifact right artifact. Yes. we know that yeah but does is there a possible way to remove its sentiency from the violin and maybe put it into something mortal perhaps with a wish spell yeah wish spell? yeah which we not with a regular spell there's not so. a spell i'm aware of that would do that it's extremely powerful like if it wasn't in the entropic ward even in the non-magic room it's still it's it's a being it it is it has existence yeah that's what i was thinking because it has existence we could put it into something else maybe stab it but no well didn't what was that matthew stabbing motion (laughs) what did you think amanda i don't know i just shot the tail end of it I was going to say something and realized it was a spoiler for Doctor Strange. So it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> right. So, but didn't the, the, the witch said that um, the heart could be used to destroy a plane of existence, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we could heart. kill many, many birds with one stone and just destroy the plane that the, use the heart to destroy the plane that the heart is on with the violin there. The heart has to be used to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, isn't that? That's I'm going to do something with the heart in order to destroy the Kinder Heart. I already said that. What happens if you use the heart? What do you mean? Like, are you yourself? Will you have your same? Do you know that? I like if if you mer- if you merge sort of intention with this heart will you be powerful enough or strong enough so that it does not take over i i'm hoping not to merge it with myself but also i don't know how to do any of this by any stretch of the imagination so we're going so you to might have to and you might not be able to it, it's a possibility but if i don't make a good faith effort i'm gonna drop over dead because i made a blood pack so it's me. I'm going to be making the effort. And we kind of have to hope for the best because we're going to have to depend on the kinder heart to tell me what the fuck to do with a god heart because I don't. I know. mean, we hoped for the best the first time we tried to do something with this fucking thing. <laughs> and we all said, like, looking around, like, we all see where this got us. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree, but I feel like hoping for the best has never worked out. 
But I mean, there's also no, without just going through bodies, there's no other way to get past the Kinderheart. You know? So, that's, I mean, that's we that. could, and you know, I say this as somebody who likes you a lot and at this and is your friend, we could destroy the heart, kill Kath. And then what's one versus the world? Just let me die. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an option. Well, no, then the kinder heart will still be alive though. And that's the problem. We want yeah, to leave it heart. stuck in stasis. Destroy your stasis ring. Maybe if, no, because the ring is the ring is making them. Anyone who shares my blood can undo them. Yeah, I'm saying we destroy it after you make it. So it's stuck there. No, it's oh, not no, the it's ring so, that lets them out. Yeah. No, the ring doesn't have anything to do with letting them out. Any any Nith could come in here and let the violin out without the ring. Yeah. Anybody Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. Anybody in my blood that. relation. Yeah. Making so, it that you need a bit for. Yeah. Unfortunately. I need the ring. We can kill all your blood relations. That's stacking the bodies pretty high. It's still less than the entire world. Well, I let's start with getting to the heart <laughs> and make that decision when we get there. I prefer not to be our first solution. Let's murder me and everyone of my bloodline. It's not our first solution. Our first solution was letting this guy stab it with his sword. And we all saw what happened to that. Yeah, I agree. It's your second solution. <laughs> It's not our second solution either. It's just saying maybe we don't let other people make us do things and interact with this heart in ways that probably will just serve them. Maybe we could just take it in stages. We free the kobolds and kill Keth. Yeah. And, and start and then research how to use the heart correctly. But the important thing is stopping Kath and whatever she's doing, right? Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, I just say we don't do anything with this fucking God's heart before we have a better idea of what's coming. Okay. Well, as long as I don't drop dead for not <laughs> trying, that's kind Listen, of. Listen, you're the one, you made the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, good faith effort to kill the Kinderheart. And I mean, let's claim what's like. I can go to a couple other places. It's fine with me. I'm just saying, there's tons of people here that you can't do other things. Right. So, so are you guys going to do anything this evening? Um, I might have a conversation with Enigma, but I haven't actually resolved on whether or not I'm going to do that. So, or do you want to regain spell slots before you trip? Oh, I guess you can't gate to the. We can't do anything tonight. Yeah, yeah. we've used to the yeah. all All right. Um, so you all, um, uh, yeah, decide, you know, take another night of rest. Um, and uh, that evening, Gwen, as you are lying in bed, uh, you feel some droplets on your head and you look up and you see a floating apparition of Bryn floating <laughs> above you and pointing at you. Me? No, Gwen. Gwen. No. Oh, sorry. Brindley. Not Brin. Okay. Brindley. Sorry. I was like, that's new. Old school Brindley. <laughs> Old school Brindley. I would uh, need 
I'm, I'm kind of like over omens and shit. <laughs> so I'm going to try to cast Dispel Magic at it. Okay. Um, interesting choice. Uh, I kind of like with a muttered, oh, this shit again. Uh, you cast Dispel Magic at it uh, and the apparition goes, oh, fuck. Uh, and then you see a... Uh, <laughs> a one a vampire that you recognize as one of uh, Lucia's brood floating there, uh, and he says, uh, "This is all a dream," uh, and then he flies off. <laughs> what time of night is this? It's like midnight. <laughs> Would I be? Um... You know, I'm gonna. I, I I lay there for a second and I just go, oh man, and I kind of do that like tired and pissed off getting out of bed thing. Yeah. Oh, flips the covers over. Yeah. <laughs> Angrily flips the covers over. Damn it! I wanted to be asleep by now, and I go down and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay that to eighty eight, and I don't know if. I don't know if it's Lucia fucking with us or what, but that's the apparently one of the vampires in disguise is the the murdered corpse of Brindley. Good evening, Lucia. <laughs> uh, go for Lucia. Uh, how'd everything go? Uh Nithis has entered into a blood pact with the evil violin, but the more pressing issue, apparently one of your vampire brood has been disguising themselves as our dead friend Brindley and uh, hovering over Gwen's bed and disturbing his sleep. And you, and chasing you through the fucking woods. I don't know what the fuck this is all about. God damn it, everybody always messing with everybody. Um... Well, I, I can assure you I had nothing to do with that. Uh, do you know which vampire it was? I'll, I'll describe which one it is. Oh, that sounds like Tansy. I'll make sure Tansy gets a stern talking to. Um, anything else? <laughs> Have a good night. Um, might, might, might ask what the hell he was thinking. And why he was doing it. Uh, uh, you know, that's... Uh, look, f- fuck, just look, just, just fucking talk to Brent about it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like you, you all have some shit you need to work out. Work out on your shit. <laughs> and she uh, says, now go back yeah, to bed. Amanda. <laughs> 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 I was I was ninety eight percent of the way there, so I just wanted confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to make breakfast awkward, <laughs> and I a little stumpy little storm off to bed. Uh, speaking of before the end of the day, I want to yeah, quick fast uh, run over to Hokkaido. Okay. All right. 
Uh, what do you do there? I'm going to go to the temple and find priest. Okay. And I'm like, hey, priest. Hello, Bryn. Uh, do you remember that thing we talked about? I do. Can we do it now? Um, I would need the diamonds. Um, I give them all the diamonds that they need. Um, that'll be uh, 25,000 gold pieces worth of diamonds, if I recall I correctly. I got that shit. What are you doing? I know what she's doing. I got it. I got it. I got it. It'd be interesting. <laughs> I gave it to them. Okay. They, um, um, they arranged diamonds on the altar, uh, kind of uh, mimicking the lifelines and where a, a person would be. But of course, there is no person here. Um, uh, and, um, uh, and after an hour of casting the spell, um, uh, priest says, Brindley. Um, and nothing happens. Oh, shit. The diamonds yeah. stay on the altar. Um, the <clears throat> spell has no effect. And Priest turns to you, uh, Bryn, and says, the spell did not work. The mask with an expression of surprise in her face. Why not? Uh, Brinley is still alive. What? And that is where we'll end this <laughs> session. <laughs> the what now? <laughs> oh, gosh. I need to go talk to my mom. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> gotta love gotta love Brindley's Brin's night missions. <laughs> advance, I didn't uh, like that at all. No. Advancing the uh, the plot in, in mysterious ways. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, heck of a session. Uh, <laughs> yes. Very glad that we are going to get to play again next week. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We are playing next week? I thought we weren't. We are, yes. Oh, okay. Next week, not the week after. We're on, on next week and then after. off two weeks after that. Okay. Because some of us will be in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Some of us will be in Hawaii. <laughs> hey, says the person who was in Maui less than a year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we thinking last session next week or probably not um, next week? Uh, we are definitely in the single digits. <laughs> um, I don't think we'll be able to get through everything next week. <laughs> Depends on what sort of bullshit we can pull. Oh, I, no, who knows? You'll you'll have surprised me before, and I'm sure you will surprise me again. <laughs> yeah, I remember when there was going to be lots of episodes, and then Matt and I accidentally destroyed the world. <laughs> Oops, mayday, mayday. <laughs> mayday, mayday. Oh my yeah, God. That was episode like 106. <laughs> and to be fair, it shouldn't be more than that. <laughs> and to be fair, that was less Matt's fault, more my fault. But <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh, because it was Veracast's choice, but it wasn't Matt's choice to have Veracast necessarily yeah. do that. Oh, okay. I thought that he had talked to you about that. Yeah, <laughs> and I interpreted it in a way that he wasn't expecting, but mm -hmm. was like, oh, I guess that doesn't meet with we, the interpretation. We, yeah. <laughs> There'd been talk about Veracast being a nihilist, and yeah. Well, guys, I gotta go. <laughs>